Welcome back to Apricot Bakes and More, the podcast. I am your host as always, and today we're going to talk a little herbs and a little bit of spice and how to make those already flavorful meals even better. So in my pantry, I have my 10 basic spices and my 10 basic herbs that I use all the time for just about every meal dessert that I make. I have basil, chives, parsley, thyme, rosemary, oh I love rosemary, sage, cilantro, oregano, dill, and tarragon. Now for my spices, I have my cinnamon and my nutmeg, cumin, chili powder, cayenne pepper, smoky paprika, I have peppercorn, I have the whole mixed colored pepper, uh, whole peppercorns, they're by far my favorite, I think they have a lot more flavored to them than just the solid black ones. You get black, pink, and white in it. It's really good. Uh, I also have allspice, ginger, and kosher salt. By having these basic herbs and spices, I can create other spices such as apple spice and pumpkin spice. I can create Italian seasoning. I can do um, taco seasoning or... Uh, oh my god, I just lost my brain thought and we just had it the other day. Fajita seasoning. Well, the point is, is I can make a lot of seasoning. But I can customize it. So I can make them how I want them, which I find far better than anything I'm going to buy at the store. And plus I also have the option between using dried or fresh. Now during the spring and the summertime, I tend to use a little bit more of the fresh ingredients mostly because herbs are probably the one thing I can plant in my garden in the backyard and not kill. I'm not kidding you. I have like the world's black thumb. Um, I've actually been known to kill succulents. I know, right? Succulents, like the easiest plant in the universe to uh, keep alive and I can kill it. It probably explains where my daughter gets her, you know, black thumbs from. But you can create all these healthy, flavorful dishes with these simple simple spices and herbs. For instance, my son is obsessed with cilantro lime chicken. So you just take cilantro, which is one of the herbs, spices, no herbs, yeah, I got it right. Um, cilantro, and you take some the juice and the zest of lemon, you put just a little bit of salt and a little bit of pepper, and whoosh it up really, really good. And you just layer on the chicken, and it is so good. My daughter is obsessed. When I say obsessed, she requests this like every other time I go grocery shopping. It's ridiculous for Cajun chicken Alfredo. I make my Cajun seasoning right from the ingredients I already have, so I don't need to go out and buy a packet that's got tons of preservatives in it and tons more salt than I'll ever need to make this healthy, delicious meal for her. So having these really does help cut back on your salt. Now... Here's where I'm going to get myself in trouble. I love mashed potatoes. Like, it is my comfort food. It is, for a better word, it is my jam. Alright, there's nothing better than a bowl of mashed potatoes with, you know, a turkey or, oh, my ham. I love it with ham. Um, Or chicken or just really with anything. But I used to put a ton of butter and salt in it. And granted, that's really good. But as I grew up, as my taste changed, 
I started putting some rosemary in it and some sage and some thyme in it and some oregano. Once I put all that in, there was no need for the butter or the extra salt in it. So I'm creating a healthier version of something I already love that's got tons more flavor. Like, a ton more flavor. And especially if you have it with gravy, and like for turkeys, or if you're doing a whole chicken, having it with that kind of a gravy just enhances the flavor even more. It's a total win-win for me. But it is not to say that your fresh herbs do not come with a downside. Depending on the herbs you're buying, it can get kind of pricey. I know at, you'll get these like little packets at like Walmart or Target or whatever grocery store you go to, and they're like $2.50 for a little box of fresh herbs. You know what I'm talking about. They're in the produce section for like $2.50. You can go to your local, I want to say hardware store at this place at this time because they should be getting out those herb plants and spend like a dollar more and get an entire plant, go put it in a pot or put it in your backyard, grow, start a little herb garden, and that $3.50 plant is going to last you a long time. I see this because currently in my backyard, I have, oh, let me think, rosemary, parsley, oregano, chives, and sage growing. Now, I planted these plants last year in, I want to say April, May of last year, and they're still growing. I was able to use these herbs for Thanksgiving, for Christmas last year. Heck, I'm going to be able to use them for Easter this year to make my food even better. I'm, like, excited about this. My black thumb is turning maybe brown now. I don't know. Fingers crossed, right? Um, however, fresh herbs, you do not use the same amount of fresh herbs as you do dry herbs. And that is because when you're drying your herbs, and we'll talk about more on how to do that later, you are concentrating the flavor by evaporating all the water so you don't use as much. Um, the ratio that is, is three tablespoons of fresh herbs will equal to one teaspoon of dry herbs. Big difference, right? Needless to say, I still love my fresh herbs. I sprinkle that on, you know, my chicken thighs, my chicken breasts. Oh, it's amazing on lamb racks. If you've never had a lamb rack, I have an amazing recipe on my website, apricotbakes.com, for roasted lamb. Oh, my God. It is to die for. My son and husband can eat an entire two racks themselves. Me and the girls are like, oh, can we please have one, sir? You know, not really, but, you know, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> My jokes are really lame, I know. But the point is, is that the herbs make the dish. You don't need to put all these heavy salted spices and spice mix packs that you can get at the store for like a dollar or whatever to make your meal. Make it at home, make it fresh. You will be amazed at the difference of flavor that you get. Um, now keeping your dry herbs, um, the little plastic containers that they come in, it's fine mostly. You should really aim for ones that come in glass containers. They, A, the one they're reusable. B, there's better for the herbs. And they're just prettier. Now, 
Amazon has a set that you can buy. I think there's like 12 of them in a set. That's an airtight container, kind of like the ones like the mason jars with the little pop lids. I have 20 or so of those for my spices. Absolutely love them. I want to say they're like $12. Don't quote me on that because I don't know for 100% sure. But they're great. You put them in those. You make cute little labels. Um, just make sure you keep them in a cool, dark place in a cabinet somewhere away from the light, away from moisture, so that way they can last. They should last you, if you do it right, up to a year. It's a great way to preserve your summer gardens. I'm aiming to do that this year, so, you know, fingers crossed again. Um, if you do buy your herbs from the stores, there's some great ways you can keep them fresh. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. I'm going to go get some water so my mouth doesn't, like, dry up on me. Okay. So, as I was saying, if you're doing fresh herbs, um, your stocky ones, the ones that come, like, in the real thick, you know, branches, like, say, your rosemary, if they're coming from the outside, you know, rinse them off really good, pat them dry, but you can actually stick those on a paper towel in a Ziploc bag and put them in your refrigerator, and they can actually keep for a while. Uh, herbs such as your parsley, your dill, your cilantro, the ones that are kind of like flowery and bloomy. Take those in a small little mason jar or a little cup, whatever you have. Fill it with some water and just stick them in there. You can keep them on your windowsill by the sink if you have one or you can put them in the refrigerator. Just put a little plastic baggie over them. And they'll last for a while. Just remember to change out the water. I have done that before. You want to make sure to change it because it's kind of gross if you don't. Uh, that's you know those are some great ways to keep the fresh going. Now, if you have fresh herbs and you want to, I don't know, attempt to dry them yourself, you have several different techniques. Let's talk about the don'ts first. Do not microwave them. Do not put them in the oven. Now you're gonna see if you search online, you'll find a lot of people say. Oh, that person's crazy. They don't know what they're talking about. You, of course you can do it that way. No. I am completely against this only because um, you are actually diminishing the oil content and the flavor of the herbs when you're putting them in a microwave and oven. And if you're going to go through all that trouble to grow your herbs, to take care of them, don't you want to preserve the flavor of the herbs? I mean, that makes sense to me, right? Your best way of drying your herbs is air drying them or in a dehydrator. Now, dehydrated does not work the same as an oven. Um, it actually goes on a much lower temperature and you leave it longer. I don't know about you, but I'm not paying my gas bill for like 18 hours, okay? However, air drying is best. It's cheap. It's easy to do, but it can be slow. Uh, the main key of air drying is air circulation. It doesn't matter if it's out in the sun, which you don't want to put them in direct sunlight to begin with, but if you are air drying them, you want the air circulating through them to get the even drying. That's what I'm trying to get at. Um, now, there's a couple ways you could do air drying. You could take a whole mess of, you could take a bunch of them and tie them with a string. You can take that string and attach it to, you know, those clothes hangers that 
bend clip and you know you clip them to hold the outfit or the skirt together you can use one of those you can um, just hang it from a string off a hook somewhere I like air drying I mean the hanging herbs because they look pretty but to me that's not very practical um, only because you're only able to hang them so if you don't have, if you're outside, you have to worry about the wind blowing them and herbs falling. And But if you're inside and you only have is like your kitchen or your laundry room, anything you cook, your oils, the smells, the smoke can get into your herbs. So I prefer to use a drying rack. Um, using my drying rack, I can move it from different places in the house. They're stackable. The only downside is they're not 100% easy, when I say not 100%, I mean not at easy at all, to store when not in use because they don't fold up like a lot of hanging ones can do. But if I'm able to keep my flavor longer and then and still get the quality I want, I'm okay with that. Um, if you hang them up and you use it in a paper bag, make sure you poke holes in the bag again that air circulation is the key element to drying those herbs try to avoid drying them in the kitchen and laundry room any place that has extra you know smells or cooking or oils things like that you don't want it to get into it if you have a spare bedroom that's awesome um, a cellar an attic someplace that would be easier maybe not an attic I don't know why people suggest an attic it's kind of dusty up there, right? Um, Some place where it'll be easier for them to get away from the sunlight, away from the smells, but still have the air circulation and the heat. That's definitely key. Um, now, if you want to buy and if you want to build a rack, I have this amazing rack that I built over the weekend. It's kind of easy. It's just got paint stir sticks and cheesecloth and lots of hot glue and some wood for you know for the legs. It's real easy. I built it Saturday. I'm currently drying rosemary, sage, and oregano. I think. Maybe not sage. Parsley. So rosemary, parsley, and oregano. And my oregano is doing great. My rosemary is almost dry, which I find fabulous. Parsley is taking a little bit longer, but that's okay. Um, most people see drying times within two to three days, but it can work up to two weeks, if not a little bit longer. Um, if you live in a humid part of the country, as I do, you do have to watch out for mold growing on it because you don't want that to happen. You want to throw that away if you do see it. So if growing your own herbs is a little too much for you, you can always go to the store and buy them as we know. However, looking, getting the best quality herbs is just as important as either using fresh or you know dried because not all companies have the same quality. I know that sounds weird because you know oregano is oregano, right? 
but it's true. I found this website called myspiceage.com, which I am not getting paid for this post for the, from them. They probably have some of the best spices and herbs I have ever had. They have a wide range of selection. I've never been disappointed. One of my, f um, my husband's favorite meals is goulash, and he uses a ton of paprika on it. Well, at least he used to use a ton of paprika um, because of the paprika that they have is so rich in flavor and is spicy and we've actually been able to cut the amount down that he uses because of it. So it really does depend on who you're buying it from, where you get it from. That really depends on the richness of flavor. I would suggest you know, testing it before you go putting it in your recipes first, just to make sure you don't need to adjust it a little bit here or a little bit there. Another thing is if you're using a brand for the first time, do add it slowly so that way you can say, well, if the recipe says, you know, a teaspoon, this is where math comes into play. Start off with a quarter teaspoon and go up from there and test it and taste it along the way so you make sure you get the right flavors that you want in it. Um, that's probably why I don't write down, oh, I'm so bad at it. I don't write down measurements when I am cooking. I'm like, you know, here we go. A little bit of this and a little bit of that. And my husband's like, well, how much you add? I'm like, I don't know. It just tastes good. They're like, well, how do I know how to recreate it? I'm like, I don't know, I guess I have to cook. <laughs> um, you know, I like being my mad scientist in the kitchen and exploring all the different flavors. But I promise you my recipes, I have gone back and remeasured everything for you. Because you can't be here with me when I'm like, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Oh, this needs some more of this. And hey, what does this taste like? Yeah, that's what I am like in the kitchen. Kid you not. Um, but I like my spices and I like how creating different ones. Oh, my favorite. Now, you would not think these flavors go together, but they do. Basil, um, deli mustard, and soy sauce, right? It sounds weird, but if you mix it all up and you put it over a skirt steak and let it marinate for a little bit, it'll break down the enzymes and the, oh, I forgot the name of that skin the white thin membrane on the top that helps break it down and it will be the juiciest, tenderest steak you will ever have if you do it like this. I kid you not, it's like my favorite way. But I'm not adding, you know, anything weird to it. It's just flavors that I've tasted over and over again. And you can start to build up profiles like this once you start doing more at home. I kid you not. Go be a mad scientist. You know that cinnamon tastes great on apples, but what else tastes good on apples, you know? If one does, then something else will, and you know, start building up these you know, these profiles with the spices and the herbs, and suddenly you're getting this amazing meal that you didn't know was possible. Be a scientist. Have fun. Go nuts. Try growing a garden. Uh, that is really it for today's show. It's kind of short. But that is okay. I will catch everybody back next week. And I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you uh, are getting some useful information out of it. Hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr. 
uh, Pinterest. I'm like on all the social media. So hit me up. Tell me what you think about the show so far. What do you want to talk about? What kind of topics you want even more explained in depth? We're going to be talking about health soon and ways to get your kids up and moving. How to get you up and moving. Um, homeless are fun topics coming down the road. I hope to hear back from everyone and enjoy your day.